Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is JD. How did you enjoy Bathurst, mate? Well, what a weekend, mate. It's um, It was pretty pretty good. Uh, a lot of stuff happening there at the end of the race, which was a, you know, a bit of a surprise, you know, for a fairly sprint race. I think it was, what, yeah. 90th lap, and we hadn't seen a safety car, and all mate. of a sudden it just blew right open at the end there. So it was, um, yeah, enjoyable. Great weekend. Oh, it was. And then to have the F1, unfortunately, we need to have a chat with um, Cams and the FIA. Yeah, that was a bit silly. <laughs> yeah. We go, we used to the F1 starting, well, the V8 supercars. First, let's, why do they start late? Did you know? I can only assume Fox was putting weight on them to make it a, a more viewable time instead of starting it at, you know, I guess uh, if they start at normal time, it's probably like six o'clock Perth time. Yeah. So they probably wanted it as a... a yeah, but Perth know. must be used to, like, never watching anything at nice time. <laughs> it's true. It's, oh, it's true. good when they got the cricket. It is. Because yep. come, come home, home from work beer. and you're like, oh, look, the morning session's still on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, um, great weekend. And, uh, yeah, it, it was a bit of a pain. We had to watch the, the F1 after um, it had been reloaded and everything. So, But still got to see it. It was still a great race. Uh, the the Formula One as well as the yeah well Bathurst. both yeah they were both pretty good races shame Ricardo you know couldn't step it up and get in the podium again but he's done a great had a great run really and oh he did he just yeah his car just didn't have the pace this weekend it was no I don't think they had it there really so that's um that's what that's about it for F one really he just didn't have the pace there so that's it yep. we're done that's it my, that's my we're cap. a minute we're a minute into the show and we're done with F1 yep. F1's done you know that's <laughs> nah, it there's All plenty right. of stuff to talk about let's go to the race that took ages oh should we start there yeah, we'll start at the race and then we'll go to the news because the news we don't have any news most of the news we're going to have is probably there's a lot of um yeah race a race you know, yeah Bathurst which is basically news. what we try and do anyway yeah um yeah Bathurst went off to a very quick start Great, like we had ninety two or ninety, I think ninety two, ninety two yeah, laps. Yeah, it was in the nineties. It was about ninety two laps in before we had our first safety car. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Like we kept talking about it, and I said to you boys, I'm like, "Geez, this race is going so quick." They're like, "Oh, we've been watching it for like three hours already." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> we're like it's disappearing." Yeah, four hours or three hours in before the first safety car, but got you know one thing about this green running. It did show you how quick and how dominant the triple eights were. Yeah, yeah. They were pulling gaps and just... Yeah, well, even every time after a safety car, Jamie just had the pace to just pull away. Yeah. No, no drama, just managed to call. Like, it was probably a bit irresponsible of him just doing record laps after record <laughs> laps. Burning through fuel, yeah. I mean, yeah, it probably the... was, yes. But I guess if he was making up enough time in those laps to offset the fuel that he was burning extra and stuff like that probably not too bad but but still that was impressive that's record lap after record lap like very impressive his concentration was... level must have been right up there that whole time he wasn't cruising he was pushing it and um yeah unbelievable it's a shame what happened in the end to sort of mar the race but yeah great great uh great race that was yeah well the one of the drivers that did really well at the start, and it was so unfortunate to what happened to them. Was um, Ash Walsh and Tim Slade? Oh, yeah, they, well, they were running they a second yeah, for second. a long time, and and that pit such stop. A, yeah, look, and we were talking about it at the time, and the truth come out. Like Slade, he come out and said what Someone actually happened. To... Yeah, they 
the the car controller basically thought he got the nod from the the guys doing the pads that the both sides were done, and he told Slady to pump the brakes. So he's gone for the pump, and, and it's just pumped the right hand front caliper's pistons straight out onto the disc and brake fluid everywhere. Fire took yeah, him a little was... bit to get the pistons back in, and it yeah, was not good. It was unfortunate. They did recover quite well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure actually where they finished in the end, but yeah, they did. Um, they managed seven? to yeah they managed to do a really good quick job of um, getting that car back out on track. Mm. They just popped those pistons straight back in, and then. Uh, bled the caliper up, whacked the wheel on, and away they sent it. So um, that was one of really, the bigger really upsets of this race, I believe. I, for me personally, I was more. It's the first. Oh no! It was sorry, the first it big it one, was, but no, it was one that Lounsey I was. Lounsey and, uh, and um, Richards. That was probably the biggest upset at the start. Yeah. Um, but they were. They, I mean, shame. they were moving their way up through the field, but with Slady and Ash, they were. They were up there. They were already in second. All the hard work had been done. And they would, he was staying with them. He wasn't like falling back or anything. Yeah, they were both driving really well. Um, there was a few that sort of come through the field there that were, did a really good job. Um, Coulthard and uh, Luke Yulden yep. did a great job as well. I was really impressed with them. Obviously, you can't go past Nick Perkat. What a drive. Oh, LDM was... um, did a, yeah, these, excellent effort. These yeah. big races. Yeah, that's two big races this year. Like, fair enough, they won one, but and with a bit of luck with rain, this was no luck. No, this this was well. I well, it's a little bit like you got to stay out of luck. trouble, but that's all racing is. And McConville to come back and get in a car and be competitive this quickly. Mm. Like, obviously, he's probably not the fastest co-driver out there, but he did exactly what he needed to do. He gave give Nick a straight car in good position, and you finished it off, mate. And he. He it did a great excellent. job. Yeah. And I was like, well done. Because, like, you know, Lucas Dumbrell Motorsport, they need these. Yeah. Small so, teams, like, doing... Well, talking in other small teams is you can't go past Jono Webb's team. Mm-hmm. Techno, they did a great job as well. That was unbelievable. Like, And like I said to you after uh, during the race, oh, just after the race, and I said to him, if I told you that Jono's going to win a Bathurst, who is his co-driver be? And a couple yeah, of years we ago, you'd be like, Shane. Shane. Yeah. Yep, I agree. But um, for Davo to come out, like, and uh, Shane got on the the podium, podium as well, second. which is yep. he's really matured a lot since he's gone to Red Bull. I don't know. if He could have quite easily bended on that last lap. He would he could have taken out. I think a younger Shane would have taken that both of them out. Yeah, on a shot. But so, I mean, like Shane had he had a championship to think about. Yeah, I don't know if Shane's one of those drivers that thinks too much. While he's doing, he just reacts. Obviously, there's some part of his brain that sort of goes, "It's not worth the risk, risk versus reward." Mm. But there was that um, yellow yeah. down there. I think if the yellow wasn't there, it, yeah, he could I have, think he would have been. He would have got pushing there. for it. But great drive by both of them. They kept it clean. Yeah, all got up on the podium in the end of it. So we had the um, Super Girls. Well, yeah, they did an excellent effort. Actually, yeah, yeah really, really they strong. They finished fourteenth. Yeah, um, there were a couple laps down, but that's one thing I was surprised at. I mean, they weren't on for, pa- for off pace race. the whole time. For a green race, it really showed their lack of pace. But then a lot of teams did. I think everyone from ninth up yeah, was, was on the lead lap. Everyone down was yeah, not even lap. the top ten was on the lead lap. Mm. Yeah, and the, the the pace was killer. Yeah. Really, it was. It's, it wasn't like oh, you just got to keep pace laps. for like. 30 laps and we're going to have a safety car and bunch everyone up. This was 90 laps yep. at flat out pace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like the traditional sort of um, uh, Bathurst where it's like, oh, you know, do 50 laps and 
you might drop 45 seconds from the lead or a minute from the lead, but once that safety car comes out, you're back in the, you know, back up behind the leader. Everyone's pit stopped again, and away we go again for another sprint. Yeah, so, this is one thing that a lot of teams were commenting on, going, God, we're losing all this time in pit stop, like Kelly Brothers. They the pits were shocking this year. They were. There were lots of mistakes. Yeah, unbelievable amount of mistakes. Um, we had a few weird things. Obviously, these things happen, but, you know, things like radios not working. And oh, with Kelly, with um, yeah, and that Rick. cost them what two drive-throughs, pretty much. I think yeah. they did for that. It's just unbelievable stuff. That was like a very that. careless move that he did to oh, get yeah. the. And I'm surprised he didn't readdress it himself. Yeah, I'm surprised he needed the team to tell him to readdress. I'm surprised the team thought they had readdress in the um pit bowl, pit board yeah. um pit board container of yeah. letters. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something they're, they're going to have to look at as well, <laughs> updating their pit boards. Yeah, because that handwritten thing that they put on there, he would not see that. You couldn't read it, no. He would just be like, they're trying to tell me something, but they just put a black square up. So, um, yeah, not not the best weekend for them. Um, good to see Davo up there again. Yep. That team's really pulled it together, actually. They've, you know, two meetings in a row, two of the biggest races of the year. They've been podiums. Well, they're now, now they've um, won Bathurst. They're now leading the Pertec Endurance Cup. Yeah. They well, are. they would be, yeah. Yeah. Cause so, they, he would have get second or third at the um, Sandown. And then I he's gone know. on to win Bathurst. That's massive for that. Yeah, William Tando basically got taken out. Cause he was the only one that would be like in yeah, exactly. other contention. Yep. I was really impressed with both the Penske cars. They really showed up. They uh, did. Roger Penske turned up on the Saturday flew in and um and the cars the boss being there must have helped or something because yeah that would they get fifth and fifth and sixth, sixth overall uh scotty pie actually coming up trumps there in the driver combos too um with nice. tony Dalberto, which was really strong effort from penske that's it's really good it was good to see both the cars in the same color too they all yes yeah and i can't wait for next year with shell they're just they're good looking cars there was a bit there where if a few things had have gone their way they could have won that race as well with Fabian, Fabian was out in front, especially towards the um the end, but Last I think it was just fuel. Stint, and then there was safety cars and yeah. everyone pitted. Yeah, so it yeah, basically ruined their chances, but still really solid effort, fifth and sixth. That's um you can take a lot out of that. Um Tony Dalberto and both Luke Yildon really impressed me too. A lot more than I thought they were going to, to be honest. Yeah. I really no offense to either of those drivers, but I, I didn't think they were gonna be the best co-drivers out there, and they they no, they had a great great race and um, kept it clean and were there when it mattered. Someone that did keep it clean that sort of went unnoticed a lot of the weekend, Cam Waters and Jack LeBrock during the race. They yeah, they they smashed it in, didn't they? Really they finished fourth. They and, really I understand a lot of the other fours took them. Uh, PRA guys took themselves out as well. Yep, Frosty um, binning it and Frosty just didn't look good this weekend and. Um, God, didn't Monster's car be full of gremlins this weekend? Mm. So, yeah, it's just not good for them. But, no, really strong effort from Cameron Waters and um, Jack LeBrock. Tim, yeah, Tim Slade recovered to seventh, which was really good. So, shall we um, look into this incident? Well, yeah, well, we we'll should re- probably talk about the biggest incident of the weekend, I think. Maybe we'll touch on it. So, the biggest <laughs> incident this weekend... Is one where I, I actually my beer at that. No. <laughs> I was going to say it's when I called the guy when we saw the debris on the um track, 
yeah, they're like, we're going yep. safety car. And see what you guys, I, I did a place because, you know, it's us and we place bets on the racing. Why not? I had a small spread on the safety cars and it was looking very good. I had anywhere from one safety car to four safety cars and I would have got all my money back. And at the one point it was really looking like it was going to pay off. And then when we saw that debris, I was like, no, they're going to call safety car. I'm like, nah, double yellow flags, quickly run out there. I don't care it's oh, over a crest. I was really surprised it's too. It's a very I fast section was, of the track. Oh, and there was the cars were really spread out at the time. Mm. There hadn't been a safety car before it to bunch them all up. So I was really surprised there was a gap. They must have had someone pit because they left it there for a, a good while. four laps or so, five laps. Well, this is one of the things that we are saying. Like the V8 supercars, sometimes they let things... Incidents Slide. happen, and then they're like, oh, we're going to wait ages to call a safety car. And then there was other times where, boom, safety cars called within two seconds, and you didn't actually need that. In my view, they stuffed up that they either needed to call a safety car or get it off the track straight away. Mm. It was luck that no one went for a passing move down the inside there or whatever, pull out behind another car and clip that and maybe smash a radiator or whatever. Um, it was just luck that didn't happen. Yeah. It sat there for too long. It shouldn't have sat there for that long. No, it was out for If long. there was a big enough gap in the field, great. If there wasn't, they should safety have called car. a safety car. Um, but yeah, that's just my view. You know, Let's have a look at the big incident that really defined the Bathurst race this year. And that is the one between McLaughlin, Wincup and Tanda. Yep. So we'll just load this up. So this coming down, um, so, Conrod. Conrod. In perspective, that's Richard Holway talking to Scott McLaughlin about what's going on here. Let's go over the crest here. Car. So just coming up, like sold us the prospect of making it to Wind Cup was quick. He was, and he was all over McLaughlin. McLaughlin squeezed him to the inside. Nah. And then he got into the dirty stuff, and then couldn't pull it up, and he he basically um, touched on this. All right. The more I watch it, the more my opinion... Changes? No, no. No? It cements it. All right. So what your opinion is... Well, it was a, it was a racing incident, really. Yeah. Like, the the bit between Wing Cup and McLaughlin... McLaughlin did squeeze him right across when they were going into the braking area, and he's got 100% the right to do that. Like, mm -hmm. he can change... Well, he can't change direction, but he can, he can try and Close block the, the inside yeah, line. Yeah. And uh, Wing Cup was already there, so he... He couldn't close it right off, but he made the angle that Wing Cup was going to have to come through at mm -hmm. very tight. So it was always going to be an issue there. Pinch the rear brakes. That didn't slight help. Slight slide, taps McLaughlin. Not a very hard hit, but enough to shaft McLaughlin off the track. Fair enough. Wing Cup has to readdress that. If and you look did. at this as two issues. Th th that's what it is. It's two points of contact. Yep. Two separate issues. So then Wing Cup basically pulls off the throttle, goes through the chase slow. Mm -hmm. And then you can see Tanda like right up on him. Yeah. And then Tanda Tanda's basically shuts the, shuts the gap that he had, which was not a huge gap, but it, there was probably five car lengths in it at least. And as wing cups are like quite slow on racing line. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. Can't penalize for that. Yep. Uh, Tanda goes up his ass and then, Goes, oh, he's readdressing. So I'm going to pounce on this moment where um, Wing Cup's lifting. McLaughlin's off the track. McLaughlin, uh, I love McLaughlin, but 
he's he comes back on the track quite fast. Too fast. And Tanda does swerve. He jigs to the right mm-hmm. to pass Wing Cup, and they just converge on each other. They're two lines that were never. They're always going to meet. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, basically, was- McLaughlin. My view is McLaughlin come on the road too fast. Tanda probably should have realized McLaughlin was going to come back on the road and maybe gone, that's not where I should put my car because I'm putting my car in a position where it is going to end in contact. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wing Cup, honestly, this probably will upset a lot of people because a lot of people love to hate Wing Cup. But Wing Cup was an innocent party there. Wing Cup, he was being cheeky with where he slowed. He was trying to keep Tanda behind it. Yeah. He slowed mid-corner so Tanda was behind it. But you can't penalise him for it. Yeah, I know. There's nothing it's, there. So we have to penalise Wind Cup for the readdress, not readdressing. The bump and sorry. run. The bump and run. You have to penalise him for that because he never got the... It's not his... Like I understand it's not his fault he didn't get the chance to readdress, but it didn't happen. It, it didn't happen, so he has to be readdressed. Then you have to look at the next situation. Who's at more fault there? Tanda jigging to the right? Or McLaughlin coming back on the rope. Well, McLaughlin got 25 points because of that. Yeah. And realistically, you've got to put, I'd say, 75% of the, the pain onto McLaughlin. On, yeah, McLaughlin. Mm. Um, he did you can any... even hear it. In, yeah, we were listening to the, the radio afterwards. You can hear him. I think we might just play this so you get this. But you can hear him say sorry to the boys they, that when they, he goes to ask to come back to the pits. Davo did a good job to get through all of that. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Didn't pick that up. Someone's like... Very likely a safety car. What a disaster. 11 laps remaining in the great race. Just be careful. Be careful. And this is a terrible shame. Garth Tander's got damage that will stop that car. It's all over. That's that point. But, oh, how... How like sad was Tanda's car? Yeah, that that uh, he really needs to look at his rear right hand wheel alignment. Um, yeah, man, he's got stagnation. Yeah, there's a lot of control arm running, rattling around under there that's not very connected to anything. I'm surprised you managed to get it back into the pits. <laughs> yeah, same. It was like something that was... for those drive shafts. It took a pretty heavy hit and didn't break it. Yeah, and yeah, so in there you can hear McLaughlin. Um, Apologize to the guys. You can also hear one of the dudes, I think, in um, HRT say, for fuck's sake, which I didn't pick up on the telecast. No, no, that's true. Um, yeah, you hear McLaughlin, basically, he says, sorry, I couldn't control it. Mm. And it's just, he was eager to get back on track. I think Understandable. pretty much everyone in the field probably could have made that exact mistake. Yeah. If Tander wasn't in the mix, McLaughlin would have slid back on the track would have all been fine, but Tander was in the hole that he was about to try and fill. And So you, you're implying that it's Tander's fault? No, I'm not implying it's Tander's fault. I think Tander, honestly, with I know his... I not implying it. I know, but honestly, I do put some blame on him. Yeah, he the, did dart the, the about. Years, the years that he's been racing, honestly, I would have thought he would have... I know it's in the moment and he's desperate to capitalise on the problem, mm. but I thought he would have been uh, aware, a bit more aware of what was about to happen. Mm. Like, as in, McLaughlin's about to come on from the right-hand side, so maybe I should uh, wait a little bit. As Wink Up goes to the right, I'll dart down the inside. Like, but I'll, I'll put know. this video back up. I'll put it in the show notes for anyone that 
wants to rewatch it or whatever. Um, I just, yeah, I was really surprised on how much Tanda was darting around. He goes left, right, left, right. He made several attempts to get around him, but nothing. Yeah, I think he thought uh, Wind Cup was going to block him. Mm. See, I think originally he darts to the right and then goes, nah, he's going he's gonna to block me. But Wind Cup doesn't. He just holds that line. Yeah. So yeah, if he hadn't hesitated, he probably would have got through that gap and it would have been fine. But he did hesitate and... Yeah, well, proofs all, in the pudding. They're all all binned and Wink Up went on to get a 15-second penalty and it decided the race. And honestly, it's big championship implications. If he mm-hmm. had won that race, 300 points, and I'm not sure what he took away from the weekend, but it's a lot less than 300 with the 15-second penalty. Oh, yeah. And in he my view, down to that's wrong. He The readdress thing was discussed that if you didn't readdress, you are going to get a 10-point penalty. Mm-hmm. He would take that. 10 points. So um, I'm not sure what they took away from the weekend, but 10 points off 300, my math still says 290 points, which is a pretty good haul from one weekend. Oh, yeah. Like, so Jamie finished with, where was it? You're down. 11th. Uh, 144 points he took away from this weekend. So there you go. 144 points versus 290. Yeah. That's a big swing. The a really damaging swing there. So, um, he also was pretty lucky. Like, to what is the championship actually at the moment? Drive out of that collision. He was because he got hit by a tender actually. Yeah, in like the smashed back. straight in the back. But um, okay. so he's a hundred and forty points essentially behind Shane now. Mm-hmm. He would have been like ten points ahead. Yep. Massive. That's well, huge. you can see it. Who do you reckon? Um raised the protest. Do you reckon Jamie wanted that reason uh, or do you no. reckon that's like Red Bull, Roland Dane? Yeah, not at all. I think Red Bull. Mm. Do you think it's got a chance? Yep. You do? Yep. Uh, yeah, I can kind of... I, when I saw that they lodged the protest and um, at work we got a couple of guys there that are Ford guys and I'm a, I'm a T8 M8 member so, you know, I drink coffee every morning out of my Red Bull cup. And, um, oh, yet Monday morning was hard to be a Red Bull supporter when everyone, even I had other delivery drivers showing up and they'd just be like, mate, he fucked up. That's his fault. And you're like, and he's like, and I can't believe they're protesting it. Rah, 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 Red Bull just cracked the shits if it doesn't go their way. I'm like, don't blame me. It's like, <laughs> to be honest, um, they do it make themselves of, hard to like sometimes. Oh, yeah, but like what Jamie said in the advertising last year, tall poppy syndrome is very, uh, very alive and well in Australia. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, Jamie doesn't do himself any favours. He's not a funnier, sort of more likeable guy like Craig Lowndes. I think Craig Lowndes could have gone away with all these wins and stuff and still come out s- smelling like roses, where Jamie doesn't quite get that. He's one of the best drivers we've ever seen from Australia. We He's should probably give him one the of the best drivers we probably could ever see, to be honest. Like, yeah. He's, and that I still keep going back to those record laps that he was putting in. That pace was un- unbelievable. Yeah. And unrelenting. It was just one lap after the other, after the other. Must have been, was, like, if that lap, like, imagine if that race stayed green. It would have been soul crushing the lead that he could have put on everyone. Yeah. And it really did become. People would a have field. been lucky to be on the same lap as him. Yeah, they were as bad as it is. 
Did you see that Wincup actually got fined $500? Yes. For not wearing his suit? On the... Yep. And the Supergirls got fined $5,000 for not bringing their... Transporter, yeah. Audi-branded transporter to the transporter parade. Yep. Do you think the V8 supercars need to just, like, chillax and just... Well, they're revenue-raising. Yeah. It's like all the speed cameras, isn't it? Oh, like, Isn't that okay. What everyone says revenue raising. <laughs> Speak on there to save your life. Slow down, stay safe. <laughs> but, okay, I can kind of understand maybe wind cups. You know, oh, you're meant to be wearing your race gear pre race, you know, doing media things. Anyway, it's not like he's wearing like Quicksilver shirt or something. He's probably still wearing his Red Bull get up. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I obviously they get sit, sat down and talk about all of this and. You know, you have to be there in your race suit, yada, yada, yada. But it was a bit weird. That one, yeah. But the the, the girls, well, Nissan Motorsport anyway. The, that the one girls was just went, cheap. That's stupid. Yeah. They, they didn't, look, they can't, they weren't going to take a, a lone transporter because that's all it is. It's not their yeah. transporter. It's an, an Audi one. one. Yeah. GT race. They're not going to re-sticker that for the one meeting. So, uh, yeah, I think it was silly. Well, they considering someone, they didn't need to do it for the last round. Yeah, common sense will prevail, but it's but not when at you the think moment. It's five grand. It is five grand in a organization which probably just spent, I don't know, three to four hundred thousand. You reckon Renee Gracie got paid more than five grand to race that race? I don't know. Actually, to be honest, I don't know whether she would have got paid much at all. You reckon she would have got paid, or just here you go? Yeah, promotion. I don't know. I think it. Um, if anyone knows Renee, <laughs> yeah, just. You don't it. have to give us a figure. Yeah, just like, I just yes, I got paid. No, I didn't get paid. Yeah. Let us know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know. I don't know. You'd do it, wouldn't you? For no Fuck money. Yeah, but I'm not a driver. <laughs> <laughs> if someone came to me like, mate, you get to drive. We're going to pay for everything. Honestly, I, I don't know Renee at all. And um, if you're an up-and-coming driver, you'd probably take it for no money. Oh, yeah. If someone's happy for you to race. and She you was already racing there, there anyway. Yeah, to Dunlop. Well, did she race? I don't think she raced in nah. Dunlop. And there's big controversy basically happening right now because she's left um, Paul Dumbrell. Uh, not Paul Dumbrell, sorry, but he, Paul Morris. Yeah. So he's the one that preps her car, but she's not going to race for him for the rest of the year. Who's yeah. she racing for? I don't know. It hasn't been announced. Who leaves halfway through a season? I, I know Chelsea did. She had to move. I actually kind of wonder whether... There's no Nissans in the Dunlop series. No. They're allowed to run those cars now. No. Chelsea... No, not Chelsea. Chelsea can go Nissan. I think Chelsea's great. I'm really unfortunate about a pit stop with a penalty with spinning the wheels. Yeah. But not Renee. <laughs> well, I just... I don't know. Hashtag it, it no announced. more Renee. <laughs> um, Hashtag more Chelsea. So, yeah. the I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. Anyway, that was a bit off topic. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> Where do you think Simona's going to go? She's still saying like, oh, oh I'm, I'm weighing, up my, weighing up my options. Nissan? You yeah, don't drive a Nissan yeah. for 161 laps just to be like, I want to go with the Ford. Yeah. Uh, I don't I think, think she'll, she'll have an offer Nissan. from Ford. I think it'll be with Nissan, but unless LDM or someone, Erebus or someone, they've all got... See, Nissan have dramas with the fact they've got drivers there that they're already... Nah, Either see, own the team or pay to be in the team. Nah, see, Dale Wood can go. They don't need Dale Wood anymore. They've got Simona and her Harvey Norman money. This is true. That's true. 
So, um, goodbye, Dale. You can go. Dale to, could probably end up in maybe in Erebus. Dale could end up like unemployed. <laughs> Very good chance. Sorry, Dale. Um, I, I don't. He I does don't, seem like a funny guy, Dale. I, yeah, no. Dale should pick up a microphone, get a TV camera to follow him, and go. That's yeah. what Dale should do. Dale should yeah. be pit lane reporter and get rid of Greg Rust. Yeah, agreed. Nothing against Rusty. Hashtag He's no nice more guy. Rust. He's a nice guy, but yeah. Something I really loved this weekend was Larko back on the TV, and he even had his whiteboard at one point. Yeah, but that wasn't on the one we watched. It was on before I turned off Channel 10. Yeah. I know. Talking about that, I'm fu- not happy with Superview. All right, so this is how I watch my races. <laughs> yeah, right, I, uh, do, don't sue not, <laughs> I'm. It's not illegal. It's just gone around a few things. Turns out you can get a su- Superview from V8 Supercars. It's like 39 Australian dollars for a season. But you cannot be in Australia or New Zealand. So, it's a little little difficult sometimes, but I got, you know, VPNs, they're easy to get, and I went to a couple of countries, and Europe, Europe's the best country to go to to get the V8 Superview to work. But about 10 laps out, it stopped. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was over in Europe, and I was watching this race, and this was my only way to watch it, and the, the stream just cuts out, it's got not, no more stream. Oh, yeah, I'd lose it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, You'd have a very strongly, <laughs> very strongly worded fucking email telling you how upset I was. Yeah, it was quite funny. When it happened, we're, I've got my phone out, got Foxtel going. We've got trying to change channel back onto channel 10. <laughs> we, we can't miss a minute. Quick, get back on. <laughs> but then channel 10 did actually play like the last 10 or so laps without an ad. Yeah, they did. Because yep. we were like, we'll change. We get, I think we got your stream up. And we're like, we'll change it when we get to an ad, and then the ad. Yeah, it just, no, it was great. Um, and I got to give it ten ten. They do a pretty good job of um, V8s. Yeah. If the ads weren't there, if the ads we're spoiled any- now. See, we used to we used to be used to the ads, but now we watch it on Foxtel and and um, and and Streams. Superview and yeah. stuff like that. You get spoiled. No ads. It's too good. <laughs> but no ads make the I, ads slow a race down. So much. You lose momentum watching it. And the thing I get, sick of the same ads. Yeah, and I get sick of it when they go, we're going to ad break and something's about to happen and then they go to the ad break anyway. Yeah. Fuck your ad break. Something's happening right now. <laughs> Push your ad break back a minute and a half and it'll be fine. No like, one's going to buy that fucking shit anyway. <laughs> Just yeah. like, we've seen that BCF ad 20 times already. <laughs> I haven't gone to BCF yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not leaving my fucking living room right now. Mind you, I think you've spent a bit of money at BCF before. Hey, hey, hey we, we, we won't yeah. go into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a fishing addiction. <laughs> it's a problem, all right? <laughs> Trying to stop it. I think we've wrapped up V8s enough. Yeah. It's in, my biggest disappointment was Craig didn't get out there and get yeah. to boogie with the boys at the end there. But I would have um, loved him to win the 10th. I, 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 honestly, I, we, I didn't think he could. Yeah, well, look, their pace was not good all weekend. All weekend, he was and just I thought slow. They were very much working towards a race car, not a qualifying car, but 21st, that's a long way back. That tells me you haven't got much of a car at all. Oh, it was just really bad. And unfortunately, the piece, the, the piece that broke was a piece they make. Yeah. And out of the seven cars, that's the first one they've ever broken. I know, what a race to break that on too. They had done a great job too. You watch in-car footage. It had gone... Uh, sorry, 
Nah, Craig started Craig the race. Craig started, yeah. And they were they were cutting, like literally passing a person a lap pretty much, if not mm. more. So oh, they were making great, it up. They're doing pace. They're doing really well. Just, yeah, unfortunately about that. And, but that's racing and he'll be back. Yeah. Um, feel for Scotty too. That would have been a, a nice send-off to GRM for him. Yeah, it's raining in the studio here. Yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> you're gonna hear this background noise, but it's it's fucking pissing down right now, and I can't get rid of it. So, you, you this and the the gecko from last week, just enjoy it. <laughs> it adds character. <laughs> we don't but have yeah. a studio. <laughs> do you want to go on to news, Michael, or do you want to talk about F one? Um, well, we can talk about some F one news, but there's not that much. Well, the big news I was reading about this, um, was what's going on at Renault. Yes, you tried to tell me something about this, and then you're like, nope, I'll tell you later. And I'm like, tell me. <laughs> okay, tell me okay, now so what's the, happening at Renault. The rumours are... They're leaving. No. <sighs> they're going to be there next year. They will be there next year, and in a bigger and better outfit. Yep. They think they're going to be more competitive next year. I don't know if they're going to be fighting for the championship, but... They will definitely be a faster car. They're not going to be back there with the Saubers and behind. You know, they'll probably be up there with more like the Toro Rosso and and that sort of uh, oh, pace car. Um, that's their plan. The big thing coming out of the rumors, but is goodbye Magnussen and Palmer. Both of them. Both drivers are going to be dropped by the looks of it, which Holy was really surprising. Shit, it's really raining. Yeah, it's pouring. <laughs> <laughs> so both of them are going. Both of them. Yeah, so it looks like both of them could be gone. And wait till you hear who's one of the main candidates to fill one of those seats. Vettel. No, not that exciting. Okay, who? It's another fairly good driver from another decent team. Nico Hülkenberg. Ooh. Yeah. He hasn't signed on with Force India. Well, I think at the start of the silly season, they, they sort of announced it, but... By sounds of it, Force India like to announce things before they're done. <laughs> so, yeah, they've done that a few times. Yeah, so the rumours were they were looking for Perez. Perez signed on with Force India yep. again, and Hulkenberg's contract's not signed. Ooh. Looks like that he could be going, and this should come out later this week, so it shouldn't be too long after this podcast actually comes out. They're going to make some announcements, but the rumour was basically Hulkenberg would move to Renault. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll get the second seat is the one that's the big one that's up in the air. Magnuson. There's rumours of... No, Magnuson's gone. Oh, but he was doing really well. So, the yep, but they want a fresh setup. Ah, okay, so there's some big names here and it's going to blow you out. There's talk, being French manufacturer, they want a French driver. Prost. <laughs> no, no. No, not, not no. old Prost, but <laughs> yeah, no, Formula no. E Prost. Uh, no. Thinking Formula E, but... Is it French? Yep. Who do you reckon? Jean-Eric Verne? Yep. That's Ooh. one of the drivers that could be coming. There was rumours that they might try and steal Red Ify. Bull's young and up-and-coming driver, Pierre Grasley. And also... Um, well, one there'll be one Red Bull that... Like, Toro Rosso is still going to have an open seat, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Toro Rosso will probably have an open seat. Yeah, I don't think Kvyat. anyone thinks Kvyat's staying. Nah. Um, and Ocon is the other one that could be going there. He's already a Renault development driver, mm-hmm. but he's a Renault slash Mercedes, Mercedes development. development driver. But the rumours are that Mercedes will let him go. Problem with that is, 
we're going even further down this rabbit hole now yeah, yeah. of maybes, a world of maybes, is basically the team boss at the moment wants Ocon to be the, the, the next driver in the Renault. The team boss looks like he could be stood aside at the end of the season oh. and they're going to bring in a new team boss. So there goes Ocon's drive. You know, didn't they only start like a new team this year? Yeah, well, they brought an old team, but yeah, yeah. A new driver lineup. and It was, yeah, complete new driver lineup. Magnussen didn't have a drive last year. No, so it turns out you give, he was a development driver for... Um, give two guys a crap car that can't perform, get rid of them. Yeah, oh, it's hard to score fair. points when the card's not in the points. Yeah. you got to give it to the two blokes. Honestly, Palmer's look pretty Palmer shit. Didn't, yeah, Palmer, if Palmer doesn't get another seat this year, I'm like, well, you didn't Probably look like didn't you deserve, deserve it. it. Unfortunately, giving him a really hard car to drive, shitty engine. The engine's getting there now, but it, yeah, look, he hasn't done himself any favours with results. Magnussen outperformed him pretty by much. miles. Yeah, pretty much. So... Magnussen's done quite a good job, and I feel for Magnussen, he's done pretty much everything he could with the car. Because he sort of got the boot from McLaren, eh? He's like gone. Well, McLaren, yeah, because McLaren had two great two. drivers coming through the ranks. They had Stoffel van Dorm, and Stoffel's going to be driving next year. Yeah. But you couldn't have two of them. And I think they were always going to choose Stoffel over Magnussen. So Magnussen well, had Magnussen no drive. They chance. They did. Um, and then... Alonso come up and they wanted Alonso, so Magnussen got stood down. I don't know if that was the smartest move. I mean, Alonso, yeah, he's a great name. He gets... Well, what they were looking for when they started this Honda project was... I guess you can market Alonso. I mean, they got no sponsors anyway. Yeah, a competitive... They want... Oh, it's not just that. They wanted two good drivers that could give them really good feedback to develop the car faster. Yeah. So that was the idea behind getting two world champions uh, or ex-world champions to go to the team and help steer the ship. Whether it's helped or not, I don't know. But mm. it, it definitely made for some tense well, scenes Button last year. A, didn't have a great race. No, yes. Button's, Button's struggling a little bit. He did, he hasn't got any of the upgrades on his car either. Oh, so Alonso's got uh, a new floor that they run in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, which... Which bamboozles me actually, because McLaren come out and they've said basically the new floor doesn't give you any time benefit. Okay, but like, Alonso's okay, okay. So what does it do? Oh, it makes the car more stable through corners. Oh, that like, won't So help that doesn't you at all. give you any time benefit when the car's more stable and more predictable, so you can push harder. No, no. So no. anyway, they said it gave you no. Un- you want no, an unstable car like the Volvo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, and. um so that that gave them no performance benefit apparently. Anyway, I think it probably did. Otherwise, I wouldn't be running it. Yeah. Then there was the engine upgrade. Button still hasn't got the new Honda engine. That's not right. So Alonso has been running. He's run this Honda new Honda engine in Japan, and um, yeah, that's got a power upgrade. Oh, so wait, when does Button get one next race? Like, I think Button will get one next in, race. Yeah, next yeah. race. Oh, well, that's one engine. You can't get all of it done. Oh, exactly. As long there, as it's not like being the last three well, rounds. I think, honestly, I don't think Button has a problem with it. Alonso is the number one driver at the moment for them. Yeah. That's their development driver. Obviously, Alonso's staying in the team. They're they're investing in him. And that's mm. fine. I don't think Button worries too much about it, but it is a, it's a bit of a shame. It's a bit of a backstory for you there. And then 
you go into Red Bull, we've also got similar problems happening there with Ricardo and Verstappen. Now two meetings in a row, Ricardo's had uh, a lack of straight line speed and it was drastically bad at this meeting. Um, Ricardo was slow. Yeah, really slow in a straight line. So he didn't... It was quite interesting actually watching it and... I was a bit worried about what the fans would say and stuff like that. I read up a bit in the social media of all their comments about it. Got love comments Everyone online. Everyone was really supportive. Yeah, I really? thought him that doesn't sound like online comments. Yeah, I thought him complaining was like, oh, he's gonna, he's just put a a um, target on his back. They're all gonna be after him. But no, they're like, oh, geez, if Ricardo says it, that man speaks the truth. He never he bullshits. He does shoeys. Yeah, and it, <laughs> uh, but they basically said he doesn't bullshit. If he says he's down on straight line speed, which the, which he was, he was down on straight line speed. Um, they need to do something about it. They think he was down at least over a tenth of a second a lap on just straight line speed, but he would have been losing bleeding speed everywhere where he was under full power. So that's just on the two straights is one tenth. Oh, he was getting past like he was standing still. Yeah, so, oh, was so that was Sorry, I'm just having a look here. Like, yeah, Hulkenberg closes on Renault switch, and <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you found some of it. Yeah, you? I found some other stuff, and yeah, up, so up here where it's like this article makes way more sense now. Nico Hulkenberg wants Sergio Perez to stay at Force India. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, it's um. So that was another thing to come out of the weekend. Uh, Ricardo will have a new motor, but so will Verstappen for Austin. Mm-hmm. So he Ricardo's, should be back up to pace again. Ricardo's start was very much compromised because of that Mercedes that didn't want to go anywhere at the start. Yeah, and wet. Yeah. Their side of the track was wet. Mm. Apparently, he broke into from big what I was reading, was, did, was there some drama about Hamilton's um, pit box? Like, well, not pit box, but grid position. Apparently, the marshals were, like, sweeping it or saying, but the rules state you're not allowed to actually manipulate the grip. Yeah, there was yeah. something there. I I don't I don't know about that particular bit, but I know that, that he had water in his grid box. Mm. Um, I don't know whether it was sweeped. sweeped I wasn't not. sure. Like my stream starts halfway through the uh, just at the start, and they were saying saying that the marshals were sweeping his um grid box out of with the broom. Yeah. Um, and then Ferrari saw that. And we're like, hell no, you cannot do that. Like, and then I think they got let off or something there was no penalty because it wasn't like the team and it wasn't like Hamilton said to the yeah Marshals, we didn't ask for it like we do this um bad weekend for Hamilton horrible, horrible two in a row weekend. now and championships pretty much done and dusted I think there's 30 something points in between them now uh, so it's, it's you know without a DNF it's well, going to be hard to beat Rosberg now how many Ros- how many motors has Rosberg got left one I think one he's Going on to his fifth and last motor, I think, as well, like this the Red Bulls. Was, this was race 17 out of 21, I think. Yep. So, mm. it, um, even if he has a DNF, he still, he's if still he wins the other clear. races, yeah, he's um he's still going to be well and truly in the run for the championship. Yeah. Never know, things can happen. Everyone oh. was discounting Rosberg um, after the break. And he's come back he really is, strong. He has. This is something that you probably haven't seen before. Is rare footage of um, Max Verstappen leaving the door open for another driver. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's, it's fantastic. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. He wouldn't do that. I'll link that in the show notes. Uh, what did you think of the Verstappen and uh, 
jumping off news for a second yeah, and back right. into the race. What do you think about um, Verstappen blocking Hamilton? The last lap? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the second last lap or last lap? Uh, I watched it. Do you it... think it was on or do you think it was aggressive, too aggressive? Was it uh, good or bad? It was good racing. It looked good. I didn't pick I When I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, Hamilton having to go around the outside thing. I thought, you know, he's all in his right. And it's, he's, the way he drives now, being this aggressive doesn't surprise me. I'm like, well, you know when you're taking Max. At least at the moment, I haven't seen Max take out very many people. So he's still been pretty good. Like, he's very aggressive, but it's not like every time he's blocking, he's making contact with another driver. Yeah. Um, and I think Lewis Hamilton would have done the exact same thing. So they're two very aggressive drivers. I Good racing, that's all I say. Yeah, I think what you said there is um, pretty true as well. I think that's why when Mercedes put the protest in, Hamilton actually asked them to bring it back. He's the reason the protest never went through. Mm. Um, I still think we're waiting for a big crash. Oh, it's coming, but at the moment it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, he's just he he definitely pushes the limits for blocking. Mm. That one was very close. He was in the braking area and he changed direction. Yeah. All he's going to do is he's going to come across a very committed car and do that exact same thing and they're not going to be able to change direction. No. They're just going to lock both fronts and plow into him. Yeah. So I, it I will be interesting. I can see why he did it and I, you know. Oh, he's fighting for a podium. Yeah. Like he had to do something. You think it's Rosberg's just the last in there going, minute. go Max. It's just the last minute thing mm. like I think he could have blocked the inside line early and Hamilton wouldn't have gone for that yeah you know what I mean because he, he would moves, knew he would have he moved moves very ha- late Hamilton wouldn't have gone around the outside of him because he knows that Max would have just driven him off the track yeah. so yeah but one of the passes of the race that I really liked was um I think it was uh Raikkonen on one of the Force Indias I think and then there was all I know is there was four cars pretty much going side oh, by side yeah. down the track because um, Hamilton's just pulled out of the pits. Yeah, that was and unbelievable and scary at the same time. It was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, I even that's the only note I really wrote down from the race going, I have to rewatch. Basically, it was for me anyway, just going, yeah. rewatch that pass. It was great. Yep. He got two cars in one position mm. in one spot and then Hamilton come out of the pits in front of him. I would... He... I don't know if he would have thought in his head whether he was thinking, geez, I should I think he here. would be like, all right, you know, careful cars will be coming on the straight, but not careful cars are going to jump into the pit exit lane. Yeah, so it was all right because Hamilton was such a distance ahead of them that mm. it, it was not a, not a problem. But I it don't looked, think it he looked wouldn't impressive. have dived in there if a car was coming out. Yeah, it looked impressive, but it, it really great. did. It was, it was good racing. And there ah, was a few, there was lots race. of good passes on the track, actually. For a track that you so-called cannot Can't pass, pass on, there happen. was so much passing on the weekend. It was unbelievable. Oh, just And in places where I don't think they've seen much passing before. Mm. And all this talk about F1, we need to change F1 because passing needs to be better and yada, yada, yada. The racing this year has been pretty good. Yeah. We just need to get the teams need closer to get, together. Like V8s need to... We yeah. want... Yeah, can you imagine like the... Te- I mean, you can't because cars can't drive as close as they can as they do on the V8s. But... F1 with a parody like V8s? Well, V8s is, you know... Completely different kettle of fish. Yeah. But... Um, I Honestly, if... Yeah. V8s is one of the best racing categories in the world right now for that reason. Mm. Like in you don't Jabathis, know who's going to win. 
who could have won that race? I didn't there put any like money on Davo. There was like 20-something people could have won that race. Hmm. I put money on Davo to get a podium. Nice. I was lucky because that won all my money back that I lost. <laughs> I put $3 on him to get a podium and I won like $26 or something. All right, that's not bad. Yeah, I know. But imagine how much would have paid for a win. Yeah, well, <laughs> if if the drivers didn't get so bloody tight, because here's what I put it down to. I reckon by the end of the race, the drivers are a lot more tired. Oh, of course. And they're making the mistakes. Because you look, we went it's 96 cool. laps or 92 laps, sorry, without a safety car. And then in the last bloody 70... I think there's a few six things. or seven safety cars. I think there's a few things there too. So the racing line becomes more defined. Mm. So for the passing moves, it's harder offline because there's a lot more marbles and stuff that will stick on their tires and make them lock up. Obviously, the the drivers are tired. Their concentration levels must drop massively. And it's a long day. It is a long day. Like we even think driving a thousand k's and not a race car is pretty taxing on your um concentration. Um. And the cars, like your brake pedals are getting longer and all these things. Like you think about like at a normal meeting, they go out and do qualifying. They bring the car back in. They'll bleed all the brakes. They'll do all these other things to make sure it's got a good pedal for the race. Yeah. They've just done a thousand kilometers and all they've done is keep changing front pads. Talk about changing front pads. Oh, it was like Far a, out how many going pad- out of fashion, wasn't it? <laughs> I've never seen so many pads get changed. Yeah, it was all down to that new caliper design that they were running this year. But um, Does it just make it easier to change pads and it's more yeah. worthwhile? Well, that was the argument because basically they, they've machined the bridge out of the, the, out of the center of the caliper, which strengthens the caliper from warping so that the pads are easier to install and, um, and remove. The problem with that is you've now made the caliper weaker so the caliper now flexes a lot when it pushes the pads under the disc Mm -hmm. and the pads do not wear flat. Mm. So they're changing the pads twice as often as they normally would. So the gain they've got out of making it easier... And you were saying on the weekend, it's not like they're using cheap pads. No, no. They're probably a thousand bucks or more a set. Mm. And they're Um, changing them like they're going out of fashion. Some teams, I reckon, would have changed them five or six times. They only did like nine pit stops. Yeah. They pretty much every pit stop that they had to stop and fuel, just fuel change. the car right up. Yep. From low tank, fuel tires, which and is pads. a lot. And maybe yeah. that's why we haven't seen it so much in the past because we get safety cars. It's a quick splash and dash. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, they're not. Some of them they don't even want to change driver because they're only literally just putting as much thirty fu- liters. Yeah, of the fuel minimum amount of fuel or the maximum you can get in that shorter period of time. Yeah, so they don't want to sit there and do pad change and lose position. So maybe that's why we haven't seen it in the past and we really seen it this year. But yeah, it was a it was a big um big change this year. I I don't think I've ever seen and so many dramas with it as well. Yeah, that caused a few yeah. issues. I, all I One can of the ever cars recall ran over was a pad. well, all I can recall ever was. People maybe had dramas getting the pistons back, but that's all I've ever recalled. People having dramas with pits in the in but the this, pads. But this being said, is we didn't have any cars um with brake failure. No, coming we into nearly the did, turn Bob. three. Yeah, who was it? Chaz. Chaz was on the pedal the whole oh, way. Like, he must have. They the must hill. have told him to pump the pedal and the stop. Surprised he got a stop. Dead though. set nearly took him where. Well, he was going quite slow, and he was using the gears a lot to slow him yeah. down. Um, it took him 
well, nearly a third of the lap, I reckon, if not to longer, to get a good pedal back in the car so he could go down Conrod and actually have some confidence in the in the brakes. He was a car that was very quick, but just, like, throughout the weekend, but just... No they race. just had problems. That Steve race. Owen had a few problems as well with his, you Steve know... Steve Owen didn't look happy. No, but he never does. No. Steve Owen never does. He's one of those straight-faced type of guys. Do you reckon he feels like he got demoted? I think he does, I reckon. I think he should have been, no offense to Chaz here, but he's their number one co-driver, I would have thought. Mm. He should have been with what a winner bottom. So what, this is basically Dean Canto. Does, does he have a tie-in with Bottle or something? Well, yeah, I think that's basically what this we were thinking. This is um, yeah, one of our crazy predictions we were Yeah, we, we don't, there's no facts behind this. We don't know, but... We Possibly. don't need facts to tell the truth. Yeah, well, you know, maybe we stumble across it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but yeah, it was. It is. It is odd. This one, I'm going to put you on the spot. To V8s, yep. who is your co-driver of Bathurst? Dumbrell. He did do everything he needed to. Poor Dumbrell. He puts that car three years in a row in a winning position. Yeah, <laughs> only for Win Cup to somehow um. We watched a very funny video just before we uh, um. I'll link it in the show notes. We won't yeah. play it now, but yeah, it's it's a it's a long video. We can't play it in the podcast, but definitely hit up the show notes and have a look at it. Um, yes, hello darkness, my old friend. Very Poor much. So. Dunbrell. You're gonna and... get you're gonna get the three peat poster. Yeah, it's <laughs> so sad. And it's he he d- look and he did a more convincing job. The last couple of years, Paul Dumbrell's made mistakes. Yeah, this well, year I, we, he looked really strong. Last year we said that's it. Paul Dumbrell's done. Yep. Then he went and brought like a big partnering share in Red Bull Race and Triple Eight Racing, which probably helps him get a drive. But he did do a great job. He was probably the pick of the co-drivers, really. Yeah. Like everyone else was making mistakes, he didn't really make any. So. Yeah, he probably is my co-driver of the Bathurst. What about you, mate? Um, a lot of them flew under the radar. A here. lot of them See, did. This is a lot of but co-drivers see, probably need a mention that aren't going to get it. But yeah, a big shout out to all the co-drivers. There was none that really did. I mean, shit, you'll drive better than us, so well done. Yeah, no, I don't think any of them did a really bad job. But I, I liked um Ash Walsh, just for the that first stint that he did in that car. Yeah, he was quick. He was, he, and he was with the main game, guys. Yeah. And he just, I, I don't know, I was really impressed with his driving. He gave that car to Slady in a really good position. Unfortunately, the events unfolded yeah. like they did. Um, but they still, they brought that car back to seventh. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was a really was, good effort. And he was just surprised me from where he was in the series the last couple of years. To be there, and this is something that I've said before, and I'll say it again. Some drivers in the main game that just struggle in the main game, but make great co-drivers. Yep. And hell, they you can, can be like back. Richards, like Stephen Richards, and make like a good name for yourself and win a shit ton of um, Bathurst just being a co-driver. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It. I think it takes that responsibility for that one lap pace off you. Mm. You don't have to have... You don't need you to know, be the quickest. You need you don't to be consistent. You have to pull it down to the thousandths and the hundredths and maybe even a tenth. You can be a second off pace as long as you're consistently doing that 
and handing a straight car back to the main car driver, you've done a great job. Mm. So, you no, know, I think good effort. The pairing that we'll look out for in a couple of years when Lounsey retires. Ah, oh, yes. Dunbarrel might need team. to look for a new... Um, yeah, I think that will be a dangerous pairing, honestly. If I Jamie mean, stays... Wild speculation here. Yeah. Maybe he'll go with Shane. Well, let there Jamie was the talk. Him. There was talk, actually, just before the weekend. Mm-hmm. Jamie's contemplating leaving V8 Supercars. Did read that. Yeah. I mean, so. if he does, I can see why. Well, he's pretty he's, much done it all. Yeah. He's like, all right, Lounsey's got a bit more wins than him. Just. No he'll, one else. Before is, he retires, but he'll probably have more than Lounsey. No one else is really that close. I don't know. I don't yeah. think. But yeah, if he leaves, I don't know. He hasn't done much other racing. No, maybe this is the Bathurst 12 hours, him dipping his toes in the GT3 category. I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. I am too. He's a bloody good driver, so yeah, it'll be really interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll have to look at it. When we um start bringing in millions for our podcast. We'll... Uh, all this advertising we've been doing. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> we actually, what are we doing this week, this episode? BCF and um some gambling sites. Um <laughs> It's a pity that none of them pay. <laughs> no, nah, didn't win any money. You got your money back. I didn't. <laughs> but that's what you gamble for. Yeah. Dad not too ass. much. Not too much to. Um, geez, look at the angle there. All loaded up. Look at the back wheel. Yeah, it's. I'll put this photo on the show notes. There's a back photo of um. I don't know who's. Ros- uh. Looks like Rosberg's helmet in that mirror. Yeah, so it's a back photo of Rosberg's McLa- um, McLaren, Rosberg's Mercedes, and ooh, dropping some news there. Dropping, yeah, mate. <laughs> I'm breaking it. Rosberg's gonna leave and go to McLaren. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> yeah, so do I. No, but he's scraping on the ground. It's got sparks, and that back tire is just loaded. So, do you think Rosberg's gonna be kicking himself that he signed a contract already? No, I think Rosberg wants to stay with Mercedes. Rosberg's been with Mercedes. Oh, for I ages. know he wants to stay with Mercedes, but. He- I'd be asking for more money if I'm world champion. I think he's going to get... I, I don't think Rosberg's struggling. And there's oh, still no way he's oh, going to get on. the money. Times are tough in Monaco, mate. <laughs> I heard he had to share his private plane on the way home. I know. And I bet Ricardo's probably not even paying a bit. I know. Well, so he shouldn't. He's only getting like three million pounds a year. <laughs> he's getting nowhere near the money that Rosberg's got. Oh. Yeah. Rosberg's getting a lot more. He's getting like 15 or something. But still... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rosberg's won more races. And Rosberg's he, Rosberg on the, probably Ros- gets win bonus as well, and so does Ricardo as well. But oh, yeah, they 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 made Rosberg did win talk like of six that of this year. Yeah, he, he, Rosberg's <laughs> done very well. Like yeah. he really has. He's very he's impressed me. Let's see how they go in America. It's very interesting actually to watch the dynamic between Rosberg and Hamilton. When Hamilton's really dominant, Rosberg gets a bit sooky, but Hamilton gets dicky. And when Hamilton's not dominant, he loses that dickiness. Mm. He's like he's been a dick in the press lately, but we'll we'll leave that. We won't get into that anyway. But yeah, yeah, he's he's less of a dick to Rosberg, if you know what I mean. Well, looking forward to Austin. Hopefully, Austin will be race. a good one. And then we've also got Surface Paradise too in nine days. Yeah, another good race for the V eight. So, you gonna predictions? Predictions? So like, oh, let's. Um, Do you think Davo's going to get the Pertex Endurance Cup? Because yep. he's just, he's quite consistent. 
He's consistent. He's consistently inconsistent sometimes. Well, he's consistently going to finish in the top 10, I think, unless he gets taken out, which I think will be enough to seal the deal. Yeah. I think the only other person... Where did Shane finish in Sandown? I'm not sure, to be honest. Can't because he... Back that far, you know. Yeah, like, I know. It's like it's at least the last three couple. or four weeks ago. Yeah. I can't remember what we did yesterday. I watched a race. Um, where did he finish up? Second. Second. Ooh. Okay. Very interesting. So, we just checked. Shane Van Gisberg finished second at Sandown because we can't remember sh- anything. Um... That, but Jono got Will Davison and Jono got third. So, are they nearly tied on points? They would be if I reckon he's probably twenty to forty points higher. Mm. So, it's it's either Shane or Will Davison. It's whoever outscores each other. Their lap counter thing was messed up because they only did one hundred forty three laps. They did because there was that red flag. And oh, stuff. it was. It was at the stellar race. That's mm. why. Um, yeah, that's going to be close. So you got to choose between Shane or Will Davison and Shane. Shane, Shane, yeah, at, Shane at um at surface. Yeah, I agree. I think Shane. It will reward Shane's style of driving. Yeah, it will. I think nothing flamboyant against, curb um, jumping is right down his. Yeah, he loves it, eh? Yeah, that's right down his alley. So, yeah, no, I think Shane will win the but then endurance he also, cup. Yeah, because Shane's a bit more consistent nowadays. He's not very reckless sometimes. Mm. No, he's heaps more consistent these days. So, so we've got... Honestly, think he'll win the um, championship too. I've got money on him. I hope he does. There you go. Well, that's the end of the Bathurst and Suzuka Japanese Grand Prix round. Um... You know where to hit us up by now if you've been listening for all 13 episodes. Yeah, racking if them you up. Include the pilot. Man, we're smashing through this. Yeah. It's amazing. It's easy. I, <laughs> it is. Come here, talk for a bit. Yep. So don't forget to hit us up on Facebook where breakinglate.com forward slash breakinglate. No, I just said the wrong thing. You we did. are facebook.com forward slash breakinglate. You can hit or us. you just go to Facebook and search Breaking Late and it'll take you to us. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, it's most people type faster in the search bar at the top. Just, Not many people use that in Facebook. Facebook I don't land know is what a you search. It's a search. There's a search bar in Facebook land for all the Facebook people. Yeah, but surely it's quicker when you're already going to the top to type Facebook. Just yeah, go slash Breaking Late. Facebook. See, this is what you forget. They're on the app on their phone. They're not typing in a URL. <laughs> We're going to cut this out anyway. No, but no, it's not. You this. guys are doing weird things. <laughs> All right. This, it, Michael's obviously not a Facebook user, no, as not. everyone can tell. <laughs> anyway. Well, enjoy your book face. Like us. Sh- share us. Do whatever you guys do. Poke us. I don't know what. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Peace Catch out. You later.